Hey everybody, welcome back to Small Talk Japan. On this show we talk about all things Japan in English. My name is Mitch and I'm here with... Ricky. Ricky, how are you? Good. You seem hungover. Yeah, I mean, that's been my life this entire month. Is that is that like every show we're just like hungover? Yeah. Yeah. This is the well, best time to reflect. Well, we have a lot to celebrate, you know, because uh, Japan, we're uh, number four. Number four. Number four. Number four. four. Roll that intro. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, let's uh, let's just get to it. Let's get to the news, guys. Here we go. So, Japan unexpectedly, unexpectedly slips into a recession. Unexpectedly, I predicted this. I said to you guys in a meeting at the school, I said, "I think we're going to go into a recession," and I'm unfortunately correct. Curse you and your wizard powers. My wizard economic powers. So it says the country's gross domestic product uh, GDP contracted by a worse than expected expected point. 4% in the last three months of 2023 compared to a year earlier. It came after the economy shrank by 3.3% in the previous quarter. The figures from J uh, Japan's cabinet office also indicate that the country has lost its position as the world's third largest economy to Germany. At a press conference in Tokyo this month, the IMF uh, deputy head uh, also said that an important reason for the Japanese potentially uh, for the Japan potentially slipping in the rankings was the yen falling about nine percent against the U.S. dollar last year. However, the weakness of the yen has helped to boot uh, has helped to boost share prices of some of Japan's biggest companies uh, as it makes the country's exports such as cars cheaper in the overseas markets. This week, Tokyo's main stock index, the Nikkei, uh, crossed thirty-eight thousand uh, point mark for the first time since nineteen ninety. Uh, when the big bubble c collapsed. You know what that reminds me of is like a little comic strip where it's just like a, a guy in a suit just kind of telling kids a story around the fire. And he's like, for a brief moment in time, like the shareholders' stocks were through the roof. It's <laughs> <laughs> like before the world gets ruined. Yeah, like, you know, it, Japan's just been a weird country because, you know, since the bubble crash in the 90s, uh, they basically went to the press and started well one one thing that they started doing is they started printing money quantitative easing um and then another thing that they did is they started like internally loaning just f tons of money just so much internal loaning in in the country and so um then they they experienced inflation then they ex experienced deflation which we still don't really understand that at yeah, all it's and then it's just been all over the place like economically japan has just been kind of screwed and like you said, anytime that there's been a problem, it's just like solution, print money, print money. Yay. Yeah. And then like the, the taxes are also pretty damn high compared to the public services that we have here. Um, you know, and so like I, I like to when people ask me, they're like, oh, you know, do you know, do you like you? So you, you, you run a, a business in Japan. I was like, yeah, I run too. And I pay more taxes than you fucks. <laughs> and I and I, I, I say that as like a as like a as a diss. But I really mean like, you know, they they take the taxes from you in this country. It's like it's. it's yeah, so it's just it's someone's it's. Gonna pay for it. Mm -hmm. Someone's gonna get pay for it. So it's just the, the, there's a lot of waste in government spending uh, in Japan for sure. I think that if I was in charge, I would immediately probably just fire half the government workers out there, and then also just like the the stupid things that they just hand out money for. I know because I'm a recipient of some of it. 
in this company in the production <laughs> side i'm just like why are you guys paying money for this this is so fucking pointless and it's just like stuff like that all over the country and it's just yeah they need to become more efficient um and if you look at the the population of germany for example it's much smaller than the, the Japanese population. And so if their GDP, I mean, yes, it's, it's when pegged to the dollar, but if their GDP is so much higher per capita, uh, that, what does that say you know, about the Japanese? Not only the government's fucked, but also that the, the businesses are really, really inefficient. They spend a lot of money on employees that don't do anything. Yeah. And so they just, it, it needs to be, it needs to get better. It does. Yep. Um, oop. Well, let's go from really depressing to something that's a little bit more fun. Hey. Japan successfully la launches new H3 rocket a year after failure. Japan successfully launched its new H3 rocket, uh, rocket at a space center uh, on, on a southwestern island Saturday. That's here in Kagoshima. Awesome. Um, the H3 rocket number two, perfect name, so easy to understand, entered its planned orbit and deployed a dummy satellite and two functioning microsatellites, the Japanese Aerospace uh, Exploration Agency said. It lifted off at uh, 9.22 a.m. from the Tanegashima Space Center in Kagoshima uh, Prefecture. The H3 finally gave its first cry. The launch was a perfect success. And there's a, it will include some pictures. I think there's like crying people in the crowd. Uh, <laughs> I felt like I saw Japan's potential, said this guy who's 25, who arrived from Aichi Prefecture on Friday and spent the night in a car to watch the rocket. Wow. I mean, definitely... I mean, I, I think it's kind of awe-inspiring watching something get launched into space. I keep saying this, but if Japan want, if there, there's not a lot of things that Japan can compete with going forward because uh, they don't under, they just don't get computers. Like computers in Japan, they just don't. Like every every computer powerhouse, anything that does like with chips and like all that stuff, it's not done here. Like, you know, Taiwan does all the, all the uh, microprocessors, uh, uh, Samsung and, and, and LG do all the displays. They do the flash. I, I guess you could say that there's one company in, in Japan that does flash. Um, and then uh, so like, but, but most of the storage is happening out of Korea. Um, you've got the Chinese for all the other cheap electronic crap. I think the only, and drones, the Chinese do the drones. I think the only thing that the Japanese really pr uh, produce in, in terms of electronics is sensors. All, all of your yeah, camera, like camera sensors, sensors. yeah, are, are Sony. Mm -hmm. uh, and I guess cars, but they're gonna slowly lose that because they haven't invested in EVs as much. And so I, I keep saying the one thing that Japan can compete at uh, going forward is space. Because in order to have, in order to do space, you need a couple like key things. One. You gotta have a country that has the economic resources to make a rocket, right? And Japan does that as the fourth largest. And as the fourth, you <laughs> can still do it. You gotta. Be. So that's one thing. The second thing is you need a bunch of engineers. They have an abundance of, of board engineers in Japan. And lastly, you need to be near the equator. You can't really launch rockets from places far away from the equator. And the reason why is because the, the earth actually spins faster around the equator. And so you can use that spinning velocity to your, uh, to your uh, advantage in order to get things into orbit or to get things, uh, uh, you know, even es escape velocity out of or orbit. So like, we, so we have all those things here in Japan. Um, and, and here in Kagoshima, I mean, like they have tons of fucking land, you know, they could, they could do so much and you, and you look at what they're doing and they're like, Oh, we, we finally got our H3 rocket into space. Cause you know, Jax is so poorly funded and the, there's no, there's no, uh, there's not a lot of private industry industry to, to like back it up. And you look at what SpaceX is doing. They rock, they, they launched like what? 500 or something rockets last year. Something stupid like that. Damn. It's crazy. They like. Musk gave a presentation and, and like he's just like it's like animated all the, the launches and like towards like the last couple of years it's just like so many fucking he just they're just they're just filling space with junk 
<laughs> and then they have, you know, they have a uh, Starlink, the internet service, which is going to be like, it's a billion dollar company. And you just look at what one dude from South Africa is doing with a bunch of gung ho and like uh, uh, passionate people. And you look at all of the country of Japan and what the fuck are they doing? Nothing. They're doing shit for space. And so I really think that they should get into that. And, and the thing is, is like the otaku, the engineering otaku in Japan would love to get a, a crack at this. Yeah. They're, they're just waiting for it. Uh, I mean, I, I can't wait for it. Like, you know, our own Gundam style. I was going to think, I, just, I thought you were going to go with Gundam. I, I just, I just, just, just had this feeling it. it was yeah. going to, it was going. We're all waiting for it. Uh, go with yeah, your, yeah. I've got some more technological innovation. Yes. So, <clears throat> but I love the title for this too. Japan maglev train project being derailed by Shizuoka stalemate. Would it maglev still be called on rails? That's a rail. Is it a Yeah, I, I guess it's a rail. Yeah. yeah. Magnetic rail. Hmm. Anyways. So yeah, the, <clears throat> Uh, there was going to be a well, there's a construction under project underway for a high speed maglev train that will run from Tokyo to Nagoya, and uh, recently Shizuoka Prefecture has been the government has uh, been pushing against it, so they they've delayed the production of this because it was supposed to finish in 2037, mm -hmm. and the Nagoya portion was going to finish in 2027, but now it's officially 2027 or later. So uh, the nine trillion yen or six bucks. Six dollars. Is it Happy Meal? Sixty. <laughs> happy Meal. <laughs> Super fast. See what happens. So I'm going abroad in March, right? As like I'm just looking at the fucking yen, and I'm just like, damn it, this is gonna be so unnecessarily expensive. Yeah, it's gonna be. When 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 Japan slipped into the fourth place, I I I posted the article in my high school uh, friends like uh, Facebook group. With like, you know how you use like uppercase and lowercase letters to like show that you're being sarcastic. Yeah. And it's all like, oh, it's a perfect time to go abroad. <laughs> go like, to Europe. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so what's going on with so this anyway, train? So this $60 billion project um, is supposed to connect Tokyo and Nagoya and make it into a 40 minute journey, which is insane. That would be cool. Although Nagoya sucks. There's no reason to go there. Don't go to Nagoya. And then if you want to go to a more fun place like Osaka, it would be Tokyo to Osaka in 67 minutes, which is like under half the fastest current time with uh, bullet train speeds. Because uh, this one is supposed to go around like up to 500 kilometers per hour, which is kind of cool. I'm trying to remember what book had the bullet train. I thought it was from good to great, but it's not. There's there's some there's some book out there that I read that has a, a section on it about how the the bullet train came into existence. It's really interesting. Like the the, the guy that like commanded his engineers to figure it out. He's just like, I want to go. For, I think it was from Tokyo to Osaka, in like a certain amount of time. And they're like, it's impossible. You can't do it. Blah blah blah. blah. And then the way that they fig they figured out how to make it work is they just said the train will not turn. Oh, it's just a straight that's, line. That's that's how they figured it out. They're like, the train's gonna float. And it's, it's going to not turn. Well, no, it doesn't really float, but it's like, it's just, it doesn't, the bullet train just doesn't turn. And so like, yeah, it's, 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 it's a, uh, an example of a stretch goal. Okay. Or a moonshot. A moonshot? Yeah. Nice. Anyway, I forgot what book that's from. Well, sounds cool. But then fortunately, uh, you know, this bullet train, uh, the maglev train is being, uh, Postponed, postponed because of environmental you know uh, they've been trying concerns. to they've been trying to put a, a maglev train between la and las vegas um you were with me we, we drove out of vegas right we went to the to the grand canyon from las vegas when we left the city 
Oh, no, wait, because we went to the Arizona side. But if you go to the California side, there's nothing. You go over the mountains, there's fucking nothing. There's nothing. It's just flat dirt. And they can't fucking figure out how to make a train there. It's a, it's the most stupid. It's the dumbest thing in the world. Isn't that like the perfect condition? Perfect. Yeah. And then the thing is, is no like, I remember changed. I remember sitting in bumper to bumper traffic coming home from L.A. on the on the 15 and just looking to the side of the road and being like, if there was a train right here. How awesome would that be? This is so fucking stupid. Yeah, it's really dumb. Uh, speaking of transportation, Japan taxi and bus drivers license tests to go multilingual. Basically, they don't have a lot of taxi. Dude, how annoying is it to get a cab these days? They're always gone. I don't know. They have hours, kind of like the ATMs. They just kind of boop. <laughs> yeah, they're just gone. <laughs> and so, like, the, there's a there was a contraction in the city that we live in of a thousand five hundred taxi drivers over the pandemic. Oh damn. Yeah, yeah. So like, so they need more. Uh, taxi drivers so they're like fuck it and then now they're gonna asian languages will comprise the majority of the 20 offered including chinese korean and tagalog but european language such as english and portuguese will also be covered they just need more more drivers and i mean they should just do english that's the easiest one if you can if i mean driving it's not hard you know just figure it out speaking of transportation i don't know speaking of understaffing understaffing well the japan in its you know, many departments and many areas has looking to novel ways to recruit more people. So the JSDF or the Japan Self-Defense Force to soften hairstyle rules as recruit shortage worsens. <laughs> so currently they, the JSDF has, um, has requires that there's a bus cut for men and short hair for women, but now they're gonna relax those rules mm. to allow longer hairstyles and hopefully it uh, lets you know more young people want to join the JSDF. I don't think it's gonna be a problem. I don't think that's the problem. The only requirement is that uh, the hair has not cannot interfere with the wearing of a helmet, so that kind of makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> and it does not fall into the shoulders. Yeah, that's it. I I went to a I went to a, a, a self defense forces uh, wedding once, GHI wedding. I was off the hook. Those people are fucking nuts. But they're like, but the difference between, sorry if you're an American soldier out there, the difference between the Japan forces and the American soldiers, also Canadian sailors, fuck you guys, um, is that the, there's the, the level of respect to other people is just completely different. And like American soldiers, when they get drunk, I was in Hawaii once, man, they're like rapey. I mean, not all of them, obviously, not all of them, but they, there's enough bad, uh, bad apples to, to, like, to spoil the image for the, for the whole group. And then when a, a, a Canadian warship came into port here, they had, they like, I don't want to say this, but they pumped, pumped a couple thousand seamen into the city. And uh, anyway, so it was, it was horrible. It was absolutely horrible. They were talking about raping girls and shit. It was like, I was like, dude, you got these, these are Canadians. Like these are like friendly Canadians, but there's something about the North American forces that they're just assholes. Yeah. I haven't met any like good, good servicemen out there they're always annoying they're always assholes sorry, it's weird yeah, i know that everyone's like that and i know that now i can't run for president in america because i said something about the fucking military no i guess you can't because what did trump say the people in the military are all idiots that's why they're in the military and they're like still voting for him is that what he's wow yeah he just he just he, did, he literally trump said i'm so glad that uh john stewart is back by the way on the daily show he here he aired this thing he's like he's like you know what my my people they love me so much that I could point a gun at someone in the street and shoot a person and kill a person and they'd still support me. Trump says this on camera and it's true. And they can still, well, they can still support him. It's great. It's crazy. 
It's amazing. Anyways, this uh, just to finish with this JSDF, they're gonna expand. Uh, they're worried because uh, the regional security, you know, has been a little bit loose because of China and North Korea, you know, shooting missiles every here and there. What's wrong with that? So, uh, and um, maybe in the future they're gonna expand to allow people with tattoos to join the JSDF. Yeah, so if you, had ta- you have tattoos, you're very bad at one. One, there's not a lot. I mean, like that's such a Venn diagram like right it's like people who would join the self-defense forces had they not gotten a tattoo is like (laughs) one person (laughs) uh all right let's go to our last story today this is our 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 main attraction here we go japanese women lift skirts flash ocean to attract lots of fish at annual ceremony there's a video of this is it is it can i say fishy smell (laughs) <laughs> do you know what they call a, uh, in Japan you know what they call a girl who just lays there during sex and doesn't do anything She's a, so like instead of starfishing instead of a starfish they call it a maguro <laughs> a tuna because the, uh, the image is like I think after the tuna is caught and like thrown on the floor the fish market <laughs> it just <laughs> <laughs> you can't Tuna are kind of big. Here. I was I was telling <laughs> I was telling a girl the other day. She's like, "What's your your biggest turn on?" And I was like, "My biggest turn turn on is enthusiasm. Like you could be a four. If you're an enthusiastic four, you're like an eight. If you're a ten and you're a fucking starfish, you're a three. Enthusiasm, people. Enthusiasm is so important. It's a two player game. Um." All right, so however, oh, wait, wait. So hey, tradition has roots in the authoritative power of the female genitalia. This is a Sora24.com uh, article, so you know it's going to be dumb. Uh, the coastal town of Tosashimizu in uh, Kochi Prefecture, uh, you'll find Usubae Dugu. It's so hard to read Japanese and English words. Uh, shrine. Ryugyu translates to dragon sh- shrine or dragon place. Uh, and as dragons are associated with the element of water in Japanese folklore, uh, the shrine sits uh, high on a cliff overlooking the ocean. It has long been a place where local fishermen and sailors offer prayers to for calm seas and abundant catches. Hmm. However, it was felt that the sea gods could per- periodically use some extra coaxing into sharing their 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 bounties with the land dwell dwelling mortals this is such a dumb fucking article uh so it became a custom one uh, one once a year for the women of the village the fishermen's wives in particular to come to the mountain path uh uh, of the shrine once there they would line up at the edge of the cliff face the sea lift up both the hems of both their kimono and lower uh, body undergarments calling out a give us a big catch of fish and if if you'll give us fish we'll show you everything Wow. Okay. Sure. That's one way to do things. Uh, it's not exactly clear when <laughs> this ritual became began, but is, what is clear though is it's still carried out today. Yeah, amazing. They, they just pull out mooning deities out there. Is that a mooning? Mooning is the butt, right? Right. Well, flashing. Flashing. Flashing deities. You know, authoritative power of female genitalia. I love that. I think it's pretty fucking cool. Yeah, I, I want a T-shirt that says that now. What if, what if, what if they like flash it and then they have like the lowest catch of the year? Like, do they just like feel like they're? Nah, it's just they they like the enthusiasm. So <laughs> then, because I saw I saw this on Reddit, and so like I went in a little Reddit hole after that, down a little rabbit hole on Reddit, and apparently there's um, two things that I found that's going to interest you. One, there's a there's a subreddit it's called Rate My Pussy, I think. 
Okay. <laughs> it is exactly what you think it is. All right. And the other one was uh, women shaped like Meowwith or Me- Mewtwo, one of those. What the? <laughs> what, it's, I don't know Pokemon, but it's the weirdest it means like a, like a voluptuous butt. Maybe it was Mewtwo. I, Maybe Mewtwo? Oh, man. I can't. I, I wow. The subreddit name was like this long. I was just like, what is this stuff, guys? And it's like super popular. I was like, God, Reddit, you're so dumb. The internet. Holy moly. All right. Uh, we need. right. I'm getting really low on blood sugar, and I we need to record a uh, Patreon video. So that's going to be the end of our show today, guys. It's going to be a little bit of a short one, but it's cool. Uh, we got all our news out and none of the debaucherous stuff that we're going to tell our patrons. Not yet. If you guys want to be in on that stuff, you're going to have to. What is the word? Patreon. Expecto Patronum. Be a patron. Be a patron. Patronage. Patronize us. Patronize? What? (laughs) I don't know. Support us. Uh, We've got links to all the articles that we discussed in the show in the description. We also will have a link to our Patreon. And we also, I don't know. Oh, please like and subscribe. And I don't know. Other stuff. I I, I cannot function when I am low on blood sugar. I have hypoglycemia and I need to eat, so I have to go. Okay, bye, everybody. Collapse. Anyways, that might happen if I, you can. You can. You can curl me, right? right maybe. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> bye, everybody. Thank you so much for listening, and a special thank you to our Patreon sponsors: Jan Myler, Jen, Justin Perkins, Ellen, Dennis P, Ellen Mary, Clayton Jung, aka Back in the Clay YouTube, Corey Smith, and Joshua. We appreciate all of your support. Thank you.